welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a brand new rock star, first time on the show, but we've known each other for quite some time. We've chatted so many times. She's the art director at Promo Corner, super talented. Jessica Onions, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I've watched your show basically forever, so I'm super <laughs> excited to be on it. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. So I, I'm so curious because, again, because you've been a part of Promo Corner and, you know, because we've kind of known each other from afar for a while, I'm, I'm going to be curious to get your perspective. So um, when it comes to Promo Corner, you do some managing of social media and you write about social media as well. You just did that. So for those listening that want to get more social, what advice do you, I mean, a lot of people have advice, but what advice do you have for them? Um, I would have a few points. Okay. Um, first off, I would say you don't have to be everywhere. Mm. Um, you know, just because there's Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, <laughs> you know, all the different yes. ones. Go look where your customers are. Ask your customers where they are. Mm. Um, and then, you know, join those feeds. It could just be one or two. However, um, and then make sure you're active when you actually join, <laughs> be active, um, block out some time during the day or, you know, a few times you could just do it in the morning, you can do it in the morning, the afternoon, the evening, whatever works best for you, but make sure you're going on there. Um, likes are great, but, you know, comment on posts, share the posts that actually helps the poster more so, and it helps you, um, it gives more content to your feed and, um, you don't want to keep your posts all salesy. So it yeah. incorporates a nice variety into your feed. Yeah, that's a, and, and, you, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but one of the okay. things, if the idea is like, when you say you don't have to be everywhere, well, the part of the reason you run into so many people, they're everywhere, but they're nowhere because they're not really engaging with the places they are. That's right. kind of to your point, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, uh, if you're not comfortable being everywhere, I guess I should, should start yeah. out with, um, yeah. Because you want to make sure you're you're active and not just a, a stale page. Um, but then there's also like a ton of groups you can join too. There's promotional mm -hmm. products professionals, promotional products young professionals, uh, promo cares group, promo uh, suppliers group. There's a promo product deals group. Mm -hmm. um, just a whole whole bunch of promo groups going on. Even on LinkedIn, there's groups, so it's not just Facebook. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Because again, if you're not active, there's just no point. I was literally just talking to somebody today. We we have a creators group that's a mastermind group. And we we're saying that like, you know, maybe the best way is to create content and put it out there. But the second best way is just to engage, just to yeah. authentically let people know that their stuff is cool. And I think that's great advice. So in addition to doing the uh, sort of the content, the social media piece, you're also the graphic designer. So you're uh, kind of uh, shaping the look as it were. And I know that that's super important. Um, but one of the things that is interesting to me is that I think with all the tools out there, there are a lot of people that I always say they're playing designer, you know? And I always say there's a difference between a person who knows photo, a computer person who knows Photoshop and a designer. So what are some common mistakes that you see out there that you'd like, to, you'd love it if they'd clean up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, my degree is graphic design. So seeing programs out there like Canva, it is good to see because it does help people who don't really know design or don't know the programs because they do take a, a good while to learn. Right. Um, but if you're using something like that, you know, change up the template enough that it looks unique to you and it really goes with your brand. So you can change colors, you can um, change typefaces. I'm pretty sure you can upload 
your brand's typeface to mm. Canva. Okay. Because um, I've seen uh, posts before on Instagram, not just in the promo industry, like on my personal feed where I'm like, that's from Canva. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's like a target, you can tell. Um, mm. And then another pet peeve of mine, um, there's force justification people use. So um, you have left justi justification where everything's on the left and then the text is it's ragged right is the term where you have it right justified and uh, ragged left. But force justification is where you force it to fit within the left and right boundaries. And it creates odd spacing between words um, and that causes rivers. So you'll actually see like the negative space between the words just running down a page and it just stands out like a sore thumb. Um, so you don't want to do that. You want to keep your content or whatever you're making uh, far from the edge, unless you're doing a full bleed, but you do want to have a little buff zone. So it doesn't look like, oh no, I ran out of room and it just popped <laughs> stuff on my, on my flyer or what have you. Um, but yeah, there was a quote by Picasso and I feel like he was quoting somebody else, but it's, you have to learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. Mm. So if you don't know what you're doing, you can get in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, so just for, uh, just for the purpose, I, I know what it means, but just a full bleed. What does a full bleed mean? A full bleed is when your image or a line or whatever just goes straight off the page. Yep. Um, so, sheet of paper here. Yep. So it would continue off the end of the page. Um, right. Otherwise you would just have like a white border or what have you around the yeah. end. So live live within the space so that the, the font doesn't kind of look wonky essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I like that. That's good advice. That's good advice. Um, okay. So in your space as you know, graphic designer, social media, you're doing marketing. What are some mistakes that you see brands making when they're telling their story and how do you think they could fix them? Yeah, uh, kind of tying back into the last question, um, just cramming too much information on a flyer or a social graphic, what have you. Um, kind of less is more because you only have a few seconds really to capture someone's attention, whether it is an email or someone scrolling through their social feed. Um, they're not going to, you know, a lot, a lot of time to sit there and read a lot of text. So just be mindful with what you're putting out there, um, make it meaningful and impactful. So you do grab someone's attention and then they can always click through and, and learn more about your mission and what you're doing. Yeah, I've, I've had, um, and, and I'm sure I've been guilty of this in my career. And then graphic designers would say, hey, white space is not the enemy, right? Like yes. that sometimes white space can really be powerful, but I <laughs> think as marketers and average, we want to, we want to fill all that space. There's empty space there. I can throw another special. And sometimes that just becomes almost noise, right? Yeah. Yeah. You want, it's fine. It's actually called negative space. Okay. Negative space is positive. <laughs> okay. I love it. So yeah, you want that. It gives your eye a place to rest. So you're just not inundated with a lot of information. So if, if we don't take away anything else from this negative space is positive is a, yes. that's a, that's a pretty good takeaway. Okay, cool. I like that. All right. Final question for you. Yeah. Um, who's been your best teacher or mentor and what's one lesson they've taught you that has stuck with you? Um, I would say in the promo industry, it's been Dana Zezzo. Mm -hmm. um, he took me under his wing when we both worked at Pro Towels over 10 years ago. Um, that was when social media was really first coming into the industry. <laughs> and he was like the yep. the main person to really dive in. And I was like, oh, 
yeah, I'm like, Dana, I don't know. You know, Facebook is really, you know, a personal thing because we had it in college. It's when it first started. It's like, I don't know about this. And he's like, no, Jess, trust me, it'll be good. So, um, yeah, we all know how that went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might have been right on that one. Yeah, yeah it took off. Um, but also he was like, you know, social media is another touch point with customers and it helps you stay top of mind. And I, that sticks with me. You know, you want to make sure you are like back to the first question, you are interacting with your customers, yeah. you're staying top of mind, you're relevant, they'll turn to you when they need something. Yeah. It goes back to the saying we've heard a million times, but people still buy from people they like, know, and trust. And like we always say, we've talked about, I think social media gives people the, the ability to like, know, and trust you at scale. Yes. And so, yeah, that's cool. Well, that's great. Jess, you have uh, answered all of my questions and I super appreciate you taking the time and being, you know, being on for the very first time and uh, you know, we'll have to do it again sometime. Okay. Yeah, sounds good. And can I ask you a question? Absolutely, sure. Cool. Um, I know you've had a ton of questions. I apologize if this is a repeat. No. But with all the products or projects that you work on and mm -hmm. even the ones that your wife works on, um, <laughs> how do you know a project is right for you? It's like the right fit for you. Mm, that's a great question. Um, so I'd say that this uh, question, this has evolved over time. Um, I think when I was a little bit younger, if I was excited about it, it was the right project for me. I, this is a little bit of an ADD kind of squirrel mentality. Um, I would say that uh, over time, what I've figured out is that if I can't let go of it, right? Like there's a lot of projects that excite me. There's a lot of projects that I'm like, ooh, that would be fun to work on. And, you know, I think there's a difference between volunteering your time and, hey, I'm starting another business, right? Like, yeah. um, but, but it's the, it's the kind of thing that if I have, I've started thinking about it and then I just, I wake up the next morning, I'm still thinking about it. And the next, like once that 48 hour test goes by and I'm still um, noodling on it, mm -hmm. then it usually gives me a pretty good signal that, um, it's something I at least want to dig into more. So, um, sort of insight into Amy and I's marriage. So I always say there's um, an idea person and a logistics person in most relationships. Okay. I'm the idea person. Most of the time, she's a logistics person. Uh, I heard this from John Acuff one time. He said that for the idea person, the idea person needs to come and present the idea and say, I'm not going to leverage the house. <laughs> this is just an idea. And then say the idea, right? The logistics person, their natural reaction is to start not necessarily poking holes, but saying, hey, have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? Well, the idea person hears that as objections and they get frustrated. So my rule with Amy is I'm going to give you an idea. Don't say anything. Give me 24 hours. If I'm still talking about it in 24 hours, poke holes in it. Like because that. in 24 hours, I've, now, I've thought of many of the holes. Right? Mm -hmm. I've, and so now I actually want that feedback. And that works for us because there's nothing that freaks me out more than when I come to my wife and I'm like, I have an idea. And I tell her and she goes, that's a great idea. I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's, I, I hope that answers your question. It's usually that I've, I, I can't put it away. And once I can't put it away, then I want to throw myself into it. I love it. That's awesome. Cool. Well, hey, thank you. Seriously, I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll have to do it again. Okay. Yes, thank you. Cool. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.